You don't have to wait till you're in your car to hear what Cap and Jay Hood are talking about. Just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Jay Hood, weekday mornings here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah filling in today. You can usually listen to our show weeknights, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We're talking Bears football with you as the Bears prepare for the Buffalo Bills this weekend, week 16 in the NFL. And obviously the wins are not there for the Chicago Bears this season. But to this point, I've been uh, definitely surprised and enthused based on what we've seen from Justin Fields. I feel like the last couple of weeks, he's really starting to take some really important steps forward. Uh, It seems as if scrambling and running for his life is no longer the number one thing to every single play. He is going through progressions. He is trying to find the open receiver. And he is uh, really getting this offense to a point where it looks from a a viewpoint that he has no help whatsoever, yet they're still scoring points. And you have to give the credit to the young quarterback. Only imagine what if he had a number one wide receiver? What if his offensive line was a little bit better? What if he had the pieces around him? And I feel as if any criticism that comes Fields' way based on the stats at this point, it's short-sighted because he really is getting it done without a lot of help. And that's really impressive to see to this point this season. No, absolutely. And I think that it's great to see this offense kind of come together. It's great to see him playing well and carrying this offense despite having dudes who we saw in the preseason and didn't see again in the Simba Walker out there and trying to overcome Vilas Jones fumbling again and like these same problems keep happening. And watching that game on Sunday, Chris, I thought that it should be the Bears' number one priority in the in the offseason. Free agency and draft is to protect and support Justin Fields. This is the franchise. You can have a great defense. That's fine. I get that. I understand wanting to have a good defense. But when you look at the Eagles, who they played, right? When you say to yourself, okay, they're facing, at the time, they were like top five defense in DVOA drink. They were top five defense in DVOA. They're playing great defense. But what's the story of the Eagles? Why do they keep winning these games? Why were people freaking out on Monday when the news came out that he possibly there was that fake story that he broke his collarbone, then there was a real story from Schefter that he has a sprained shoulder? Because that is the franchise. That is going to the Super Bowl. If you don't have Justin Fields healthy with a good supporting cast around him, then all of this is for nothing. I'm not saying don't address the defense. The defense has plenty of holes that you need to find players to play on the defensive line, to play at linebacker, to play to shore up the secondary. I get that. But the number one priority for Ryan Poles going into free agency in the draft needs to be how do I protect our best asset and how do I support our best asset with weapons through free agency, through the draft, spending money on Orlando Brown, someone like that at at offensive tackle. You need to find ways to protect it because Matt Eberflus even said it himself in the postgame. How do you rate his throwing? Well, when he's got time, he plays really well, which is what we've seen. He's been sacked more than any quarterback in the NFL, and he's still putting up decent numbers. And he's getting better week to week to week. And I need to see this team put an emphasis 
on that asset that is Justin Fields. Matt Eberflus yesterday at Hallis Hall, he talked about the importance of having an elite wide receiver supporting that quarterback. Here's Eberflus. Yeah, I, I think it is. Uh, but I think if you go back in time, it's always been that way. There's always been that the elite receiver, you know, on the outside that has impacted the game. Um, so these guys are the, the, the fresh new guys that we have now. Um, and they come in all different sizes, right? You know, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different skill sets. But uh, it's something that you need to have, you know, because they do change the game. And Eberflu is saying that right there. They do need to have it. I, I believe that's the number one need for this team in the offseason. Uh, you mentioned the protection for the quarterback. I think uh, all things considered to this conversation, the protection's been okay. Yeah, it's been uh, fine, I, but it's I, not I thought, good enough. I thought it would be much worse. Yeah, it can improve, no doubt about that. But I think that what absolutely would help this offense get to another level it would be a guy who could get open on third downs it'd be a game breaker it'd be a guy who can he can bust out for the the long uh, deep throws and make the catches because we have some wide receivers who can get downfield they can't catch when they get there shout out to Vilas Jones Jr. Uh, so I, I think there are situations where a number one wide receiver would be the most beneficial thing for Justin Fields. Fields spoke yesterday. He also talked about, did he ever doubt himself early uh, this season and early in his career based on the struggles? No. You know, I think in that point in time, you know, uh, I think it's just, you know, me adapting to the game. Like I said before, just me adapting to it. And then, you know, really I've just, you know, always taught myself like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, take I'm, I'm not going to take a, somebody's opinions to heart to you know where I wouldn't get advice from you so um you know no offense to people out there everybody's entitled to their own opinion but if I'm you know honestly not if I'm not looking to take advice from you I'm not gonna care about your opinion or or what you have to say and I, I saw a video I don't know where I saw it. it was on Instagram to where it was like if somebody's you know talking bad about you this and that if they were speaking in a different language and you didn't know you know what they were saying like you you wouldn't you know, take it any kind of way. So um, just, just kind of, you know, look at it from that perspective to where, you know, they can say what they want, but I mean, you know, it's, it's really just depends on how you take, you know, what they say. So, I mean, if they're, you know, I don't know Spanish. So if they're, you know, cussing me out in Spanish, saying I'm this, saying I'm that in Spanish, I'm going to, you know, look at them and smile because I have no idea what they're saying. But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I think it just depends on, you know, how you take those opinions and, you know, if they really affect you or not. So that's the quarterback for the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, yesterday. And clearly, uh, what, what I think from Fields to this point is each week we see him grow a little bit more as a quarterback. The development continues to happen. And what I think I, I'm very impressed with is that it seems as if challenges continue to be presented to him and he passes with no issue. I Like, heading into the game against the Eagles, the best defense in the NFL – they're number one in defensive yards per play. The DVOA, they're number one. All the different metrics mm-hmm. for how good a defense can play. The Eagles were number one. The Bears, heading into the game, did not have, what, their three best wide receivers? Yeah. Because uh, Mooney is out, Claypool was out, and Harry was out, right? Mm-hmm. Three best wide receivers. He goes into a game with some unknowns and a rookie who can't play. And he looks comfortable. He's making plays. The Bears were in it. And that, to me, is starting to show that he is not only getting it, he is developing. And once you start to piece, piece uh, star players or better wide receivers around him, things are really going to take off with this offense. And then that's where I'm so excited with what we saw against the Packers and then what we saw against the Eagles. This kid is getting it. He is uh, ready for the moment. 
He is tough. You saw him come back on onto the field when it was totally unnecessary. Uh, shout out to those who were gambling on the Bears last weekend, like Three. myself, getting the points. Because when you have a quarterback who gives a damn and who's always dangerous, getting points like that over a touchdown at home is a must play. And I love it from Fields. Three quick things. On that, Matt Eberflus is now 3-2 and two against the spread when a touchdown or more underdog. We'll see how it goes again this week. They're a 9.5-point underdog against the Bills on Saturday at the Lakefront, which is going to be like the coldest game in Bears history. Uh, let's. Uh, you've been dealing with people swearing in different languages. I swear in Arabic all the time. People don't know it. It's awesome. And Chris has always been able to tell when I'm really mad at something. Oh, that's it comes when out. Because yeah. I swear in Arabic involuntarily, and it's great. Let's play. The third thing is let's play a game real quick, okay? Sure. You want to play a game? Yeah. Name name, uh, name the number one wide receiver on these teams. Kansas City. Well, Kansas City is different. Uh, I would say eh. number one is Juju Smith-Schuster at the moment. Yeah, but they have a, they have a true... He's, he's not a true number one, but he's a... Mahomes makes him a number one, right? Yeah, Mahomes, I think, is so good that he may be the only quarterback in the league that doesn't really need a true number one. But you could maybe say that Kelsey yeah. is such a good tight end that he equates to being a number Do one Do they have receiver. a number one weapon? Yeah, it, it's Travis Kelsey. Okay, Philly. Yeah, it's A.J. Brown. Miami. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Buffalo. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Cincy. Uh, Jamar Chase. Okay, those are the top five teams in uh, offensive DVO. Yeah, that's my that, that's been my yes. point for three weeks now yeah. here on this station is you that you look someone. at the best teams in the league and they have someone. Look at who won the Super Bowl last year. Pop quiz, hot shot. The Rams. Yeah, who's their number one player? Cooper Cup, yeah, wide Cooper receiver. Cup. Yeah, he had a crazy year. Yeah, he, crazy he, year. What, he was MVP, almost won MVP, mm-hmm. right? Like he was in the conversation for it. Yeah. You need a number one wide receiver in today's NFL. Yeah. What's the biggest issue with the Packers this year? They don't have a number one wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers is missing Devontae Adams. Yeah, and he's taking shots at them. Did you hear that at the end of the game? When yeah. he was like, you want to get open, run the right routes. Yeah. That's, my, that's my point, is you need a number one wide receiver. However you go about acquiring said player. There were some, uh, well, actually, folks in the Twitch chat earlier today. Shocking, I know. Uh, they were saying that look at A.J. Brown and look at other... <laughs> There's a lot of fact checking to do <laughs> from, from this from this from this chair probably, practice from this chair probably. Well, their point is that AJ Brown wasn't drafted in the first round, and yes, you can go trade for a number one wide receiver, but I think entering into last off season. There are a few more number ones that were disgruntled and wanted to go no, elsewhere. No, the point is that you need a number one wide yeah. receiver. I don't care where they were drafted. The point is, that's why I was so high on going out and trading for DK Metcalf at the beginning of the year. You, to be honest, take a victory lap because I think you were right. Thank you. When you when you sp- send a second round pick for Chase Claypool, you might as well have just sent a number one and yeah. gotten DK Metcalf. Well, now, I mean, because I will... Take, I don't a lap. Think, take a lap, I don't sir. think it, they're number one because you'd be like, oh, you were to trade the third overall pick for DK Metcalf. They'd be better than third overall Shane with Nor- DK Metcalf. Shane Norling, uh, is, uh, is it a thing here in the mornings to take a, uh, a lap on take that, a take that lap? Should Abdallah Cap does it whether it's a thing or not. I mean, you can't <laughs> stop it. Should Abdallah take a take that lap? Go ahead, Abdallah. I have, mean, a, have a moment. I, I mean, I was just saying, if, you want it, if you're going to end up trading for a wide receiver anyway or drafting a wide receiver in the first round anyway if we probably should have just traded for tk metcalf Black and Abdallah, we'll take your calls on the bears 312-332-3776 we're in for cap and jay hood cap and jay hood mornings on espn 1000 chicago's home for sports david kaplan 
Jonathan Hood. This is Cap and J Hood. Follow on Twitter at at, 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 at Cap J Hood. On ESPN 1000. And the ESPN Chicago app. App. It's Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings, 7 to 10, right here on ESPN 1000. I'm Chris Black with Adam Abdal. Weeknight, 6 to 8. How about this? Jesse Rogers is in for us tonight from 6 to 7.30. I cannot wait to hear the song of the night tonight at around 6.50 to see what Jesse picks for the song of the night. Uh, for anyone listening this evening to Jesse on Black and Abdallah, please let us know what Jesse selects for the song of the night tonight at 6.50. Just tweet us. Let us know. Uh, we'll be listening, but I... In, in case something goes wrong and we need uh, help to figure out what Jesse uh, yeah. uses for the song of the night, we'll be uh, relying on our great Black and Abdallah listeners. Here's your FanDuel game of the night, okay? Your FanDuel game of the night brought to you by FanDuel, promo yeah. code Abdallah, A-B-D-A-L-L-A. I'm going to have to get the, the our friends at FanDuel to upload this for us. Okay. No song of the night is minus 225. Really? A song of the night we've already done is uh, minus 150. Okay. Yes, song of the night, original song of the night is like plus mm, 175. Okay, all right. Seems like no is just the easiest bet ever. Yeah, but the problem is you got to bet a lot to win, you know, any amount of money. So I'd probably go with, if he's being pressured to, and now people might tweet him about it, he's going to go yes, but he's not going to do the homework to like ask me if we've done a song, and he'll just pick like a Christmas song or something that we've already done. He'll do, he'll do all I want for Christmas is you. Well, I'm not asking people to tweet him. No, don't tweet him. I'm just asking don't people to tweet us yes. after... He picks a song. Do not tweet Jesse about Song of the Night. At 6.50, I would just like to hear what the song is that he's going to select for the Song of the Night tonight with Black and Abdal. Uh, we're in for Cap and Jay Hood. We're talking bears with you here on ESPN 1000. If you want to join the conversation, your calls are welcome at 312-332-3776. James in Hoffman Estates. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. What's up? Good, good. Love you guys' show. You always take me home from work, and uh, good to hear you guys in the morning. Thanks, James. Uh, won't take up too much of your time, but I love what you guys are saying about uh, Bears needing the number one wide receiver. I think that's just what they need to go over the edge. But the question I have is, who is that number one wide receiver available? And you know, I've kind of put together my Bears' Christmas list of who I think would be we have an actual chance of getting, possibly. And what do you guys think of, like, maybe DeAndre Hopkins? from Arizona. You know, I've seen him being a little frustrated on the sideline. Doesn't look like the Cardinals are going anywhere, maybe for this year and next year. Maybe the Bears swoop in with some draft picks or so, and maybe we get that Christmas miracle of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it's a fair point to bring up, James. I think it is possible. I would imagine anything's possible with the Cardinals. Although their front office, their head coach, their quarterback, all got new deals. So unless the quarterback is being moved or they're firing the coach, I would imagine they want to keep Hopkins in the mix just because they're not going to be in a situation to try and get to the top of the draft boards by tanking. So so I, I, I don't know. I mean, if he's available, yeah, he, he's a number one guy. Here's the problem with this, okay? And I, I, I hope I'm reading this correctly. But the problem with Hopkins is that there is an out of the contract in, in this year, this offseason. But the problem is it's a $23 million dead cap hit. So they're probably not going to do it. And if you trade for him, 
your cap hit in 2023 is 31 million dollars and in 2024 it's 26 million dollars so i don't think the bears are going to give 30 million dollars and draft capital because you have to pay him i mean you have to give him the 30 million they have to pay him his contract and you have to trade for him they're not i don't think they're going to give him 30 million dollars 30 million of their 100 million dollars i think the most cost effective way about going about this is drafting a wide receiver in the first 15 picks but then you have to trade back that's yeah, the problem you trade, with trade back uh maybe you get to like 10 where the raiders are right now okay. maybe the raiders because yeah. they don't have a quarterback for the future maybe you can get two picks from the raiders and you could say, all right, we'll sit at 10, and at 10, we'll take Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from USC, okay. who's an absolute stud. He was the best wide receiver in college football last season. Uh, this season, he had 59 receptions, eight touchdowns. He was very good. Uh, maybe you get him at 10, and you get another first-round pick or something. It, I think that's the play. The play yeah. is to move back and still take a wide receiver. After June 1st, I guess it's only a million, $11 million. Shay, you can just say stuff. We don't care. You don't have to talk in my ear. I you can just just being you. You I know he's being polite. I know he is. I know he is. He's being polite. Yeah, but he's, we're, he's we're, we're, here. we're unbutting here. You can well, just, I mean, yours, is, yours zipped all the way up. But, you it's know, cold. You, you know, Shay, can, you can just say stuff, man. It's don't worry chilly, about man. it. It's chilly. <laughs> Matt and Streamwood, you're on ESPN 1000 Talking Bears. What's up, Matt? Hey, Black Adonis. Thanks for taking my phone call. I wish you guys a happy holiday if I don't you get too, to talk Matt. to you guys. I may ask you, what would be the asking price to get Chris Olave from the Saints for Justin if that's the number one receiver that he desperately needs? Uh, first round pick? Yeah, I would imagine the Saints, when they get their quarterback, they're going to want Chris Olave. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a tough, tough way to go. Yeah, and I think they're not. I mean, they're they're not far off. They just need that quarterback. But having already having that wide receiver, you know, whether they draft a quarterback or sign a free agent or trade for a quarterback, or whatever, it's enticing to have that number one wide receiver, right? Like it's it might be enticing for for like let's say the Bears don't get their number one wide receiver, right? Like let's say there's a scenario where they wait till the second round and draft a wide receiver. There is a scenario where this team is still rebuilding next year because it's probably not going to be as, as quick of a fix as we all think. Like I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're automatically a, a Super Bowl contender next year. But you could wait and then draft your guy in 2024 or see if there's a disgruntled wide receiver in 2024 that you would want to trade for. I'm not because like if you have that second or third overall pick, they might value getting that game wrecker of a player and not trading back which means they're not drafting a wide receiver till maybe the second or even the third round which i don't think you're getting a number one wide receiver late in the second or in the third round the saints first pick in this year's draft at the moment would be 40th uh they don't have a first round pick because of the trade with the eagles Mm -hmm. so at the moment the eagles would be picking nine which originally was a saints pick so i would imagine if you made a deal with the saints they would want that number two or three pick that the Bears would have. Yeah. Now, whether or not you would be willing to give that up for Chris Olave, uh, it seems pretty steep. You'd have to get something else in return that I feel like is a first-round value, and they don't have another first-round pick. Well, and I don't think the Saints are tanking. Like, I don't think they're just blowing everything up and saying, take this guy, take this guy, take this guy for whatever. They're, I think they believe that they're a quarterback away from yeah. being Their a Their defense a, is good enough to I mean, be in that, that situation. And also, yeah. that division is garbage. Yeah, they, like, any... They the could Saints still could win fix, that division. The Saints could fix their quarterback position and be the division, the division's yeah. best team in the South next season. Absolutely. T.O. and Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000 Talking Bears. What's up, T.O.? Hey, Black and Black, how are you guys doing? What's good, up, man. What's T.O.? Up? So, yeah, so I, just, I was going to ask about Andrew Hawking, but that guy already 
talk about it. But um, about you said there's no uh, good free agents, but I heard on a podcast that uh, maybe you just used to be uh, out or maybe mayor from uh, the Patriots. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think Juju Smith-Schuster signed a one-year deal. So, I mean, he he's not number one, thanks yeah. to the call, Tio. There and, are and players I think, out there. There's yeah, depth like, out there. Like, Nelson Aguilar is going to be the guy that people talk about as the best available wide receiver, but he's not a number one. So, well, if you're a Bears fan, you don't want him to go spend on a guy who's not a number one, but they commit number one money mm-hmm. to guys who are good twos. The problem we is have, we have two well, good the problem twos. Is, right? I know you've I know you've talked about this before. Mooney and Claypool on the big show, and we've talked about it on the Bear Down oh, podcast as on. well. You you can't easy how you say that. I say because these say, parts. I say because we say it on the podcast. No, I know, but I'm saying it for the Black and Abdallah fans. But you might you might send uh, Shane Norling into shock by saying well, that. I'm here. just saying what we say on, on the podcast. It's it's podcast nomenclature. It's podcast <laughs> uh, uh, lore. Shay, your thoughts? Abdallah just called six day the big show. No, I don't think. I don't agree. I don't think. <laughs> he doesn't okay. agree. That's fine. I don't care. He doesn't agree. He doesn't think. No, no, no. My point is it's what we say on the podcast that you've no, talked I, about I it on that. the night show. We've talked about it on the Bear Down podcast. The is big, that huge show. That's do, what I would call do you it. Think the really that, big show? You think That's that Shay's listening to the Bear Down podcast? He's not listening to the Bear I Down podcast. I listen to your show from 6 to 8 every night. <laughs> yeah, then he listens to the Bear Down podcast. Same show. I listen um, to your show from 6 to 8 every night. It's our big show. It's our big show. It's our big show. We don't have a bigger show. We're just fill-ins here. Daddy we're just, like it. Yeah, we're just replace. We're replacement players here. Um, Below replacement is that if he doesn't sign in the next three to four weeks or whatever, that Odell Beckham Jr. will be the number one wide receiver. But there is no chance in hell he comes and plays here. Like, yeah, Aguilar will be the number one until. Odell Beckham doesn't sign, and he said he's not going to, and become the 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 most targeted free agent. But he's only going to go to L.A., Dallas, yeah. someplace that's ready to win that also has bright lights. Miami, yeah, like he's going to go somewhere where he's like instantly in the mix for a Super Bowl. So just saying. All right, Joey G in Melrose Park. Please listen to the Bear Down podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. And Joey listen G. to our big show. It's from 6 to 8. Joey G, you're on ESPN 1000. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hello, Joey G. Uh, <clears throat> first of all, I got a shot or no shot. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> when Justin breaks Lamar's record Saturday, do we pull him and sit him? No. Nope. No shot. No shot. So you want to risk the shoulder... On a cement felt field. What are you, what are you risking? He's been fine. playing the last two the weeks. The shoulder was fine on Sunday. Is it going to get no, worse? I understand. Slow, slow down. Jalen Hurts hurt his shoulder field, on, on Sunday. They said the field this Saturday, when you get tackled on it, it'll be like getting tackled on cement. Wear an extra padded. Okay. Wear an extra padded. So you're yeah. sitting them down. Okay. That sounds good. Going to yeah. throw a couple extra pads on him. Yeah, sure. Uh, number number two, our, our wide receivers coming from the draft. Ba coming for free agency, whether it's the first round, second round. Uh, that's what I believe. Uh, number two, Three. we need a nose tackle. We need a guy that can plug up that that middle and has to be double teamed. This way, we can free up rushers to attack the. Uh, Opposite quarterback. Three. Four. Four. Two offensive four. 
I'm sorry, I'm under the weather. Oh, you feel oh, okay, what's, what's Joey? Going on, what's wrong, Joey? Tell us what, what's happening there. Yeah, I'm pregnant. Uh, so, anyways, no, I got the flu. Uh, so the, uh, we need two offensive linemen, two offensive uh, defensive linemen, and one of them I'd like to be a nose tackle. Uh, but this is all a, a lottery spin here because we don't know how Poles is going to do picking the drafts. That's fair. He has, no, he has no credentials there yet, does he? No, he's got one draft that we can kind of rate him on. Brisker's yeah, pretty good. Brisker's good. Gordon's decent. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like that uh, trade, but that's me. And did I hear a rumor this morning? I was kind of in and out of it. Did Eddie call today? Eddie did, called yeah. today, yes. We locked him in. I, I believe that was uh, 727 a.m. God, he's such a snake. No. Do you know Eddie? Well, no, he's, he calls and he he, he he doesn't go toe-to-toe with Cap and Hoodie. He always calls when somebody's oh. filling in for Cap and Hoodie. Wow. Yeah. The below replacement fill-ins. Yeah, he's a third. The holiday workers. I mean, you guys I get are it. great. You guys are great. But he's, yeah. he said he's a third-round quarterback? No, a third, a third string. string. Yeah. Now, yeah, Joey, Joey, hear me out. Is the reason we don't hear Eddie call into Cap and Jay Hood because Cap is Eddie? No shot. You sure? Sure about that? Have you thought about it? Have I thought about it? Yeah. I'd be shocked. Have you ever heard them in the same place at the same time? Uh, I guess not. No. There you go. Yeah. See, it's it's something to. Think about it. Something that's out there. Think about Joey, it. It's something Think about that's it. certainly out there. Put it in your head. Listen, happy holidays. Thanks for taking you my too, call. You too, Joey Jay. G. Feel better, okay? Joey G, Jay, thank holiday, you. Buddy. Love you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Joey G. Eddie? Yep. You agitate me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Joey. So there, I, that's interesting. I rocked his mind a little bit. Dahl has brought a new item to the table. <laughs> is Eddie from the North Side, David Kaplan? I love it you. Is David Kaplan <laughs> on the on. North Side? I you still on. Joey, what do you think? I love you. I love you too, Joey. I'm here. You can hide. Eddie, you agitate me. <laughs> Did we pull that already? That's awesome. No, it's in their their uh, clips. Oh, it is. Yeah, they're, they're. I thought Joey was still talking. Oh, he. Well, it's both. Here's Joey. Joey, say something real. Say something real. And then uh, Jake Cantu's got. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, say something else to make sure that you're not a robot. Say something real. What's today's date? No cool. And Jay Hood. Jay Hood. Mornings on ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. Cap. Cap. Jay Hood. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Do, da, dippity. You can go with this or you can go with that. You can go with this or you can go with that. I think you can go with this. Come on. 
filling in for Cap and J Hood this morning here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. John in Naperville talking Bears with Black and Abdallah. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, man. What's going on? What do you What's think up? about the Chicago Bears? Well, I, I think obviously you got to build from inside out, uh, offensive, defensive lines. But if you're talking about wide receivers, uh, two receivers that look like they're going to come available potentially as T. Higgins, uh, Cincinnati, and. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Amari Cooper. Both stud wide receivers. I think T. Higgins is is a guy who he's not a number one right now, mainly mm-hmm. because he plays with Jamar Chase. But yeah. T. Higgins is a stud wide receiver. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, I, and on Amari Cooper, I mean, Amari Cooper's decent, but if you look at his, he's also 28 years old. He's getting up there in age. So I don't know if you're going to break the bank for or trade for Amari Cooper. Like I know he's, I think he's a free agent after next year, so he's got one more year left on his deal. But if you look at his touchdowns, he's gotten eight touchdowns in 2019, five touchdowns in 2020, eight last year with Dallas, and then seven this year with Cleveland. And I would just say that it just seems like he's kind of lost some step but he's also 28 years old like he's gonna be if you wait and get him next year he's gonna be 29 almost 30 years old like that's that's up there yeah and uh t higgins will be a free agent in 2024 yeah so you know you have higgins you have uh cooper uh both uh stud guys but i i think also with cincinnati they they obviously need to extend joe burrow yeah have the money there but the reason they're so dangerous is because of higgins boyd and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Like that that's the best wide receiver group in the NFL. See, T. Higgins makes more one sense of the to me best quarterbacks. Because he's twenty three years old. Like yeah. you wait, you get him when he's twenty four, twenty five years old, depending on I don't know if his exact birthday, just says he's twenty three. So, uh, he's almost twenty four. Okay, he's, so he'll be uh, almost twenty five when yeah, you get him. He's three hundred and forty three days. Still, that's not thirty. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. I I would spend the money on T. Higgins just because sure. of his age. Yeah. And thinking that he can only get better for the next couple of years. I'm with you on that one. Ralph in Denver listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Ralph? Good morning, guys. Uh, I'm pulling all my hair out about all this wide receiver talk. Oh. This last caller said exactly my sentiments. You have to start rebuilding the Bears on the offensive and defensive lines. doesn't do any good to have all these great wide receivers if Justin doesn't have any time to throw to them. That's my comment. Have you watched the Bengals play in the last two years, Ralph? I certainly have. So how do they get it done? They have a a good offensive line. Uh, One of the worst in football. Back-to-back years, one of the worst in football. Mm-hmm. Ralph, well, you th- Ralph, you there? I, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I, I, I still say that I think that Holes will start by drafting offensive linemen. Just given his background and what I think he will do, I think he's going to start by trying to build an offensive line. So that's what I think is going to happen. No, I agree with you, Ralph. You have Thanks, to. Ralph. Thanks, Ralph. Thanks for the phone yeah, call. I said it, too. Like, you have to. <laughs> Watching the game on Sunday, to me, 
the number one priority is protecting and supporting Justin Fields. Like, you have to do it. You have to. If you want to take defense, if you think you're getting a generational talent in Jalen Carter or Will Anderson because you're going to remain at two or three, that's fine, too. But your second pick needs to be out. Like, you need to spend or draft offensive linemen. Like, it's it's never been. The dude leads the league in sacks. Like, he's been sacked 46 times. Some of those are on him throwing, you know, holding onto the ball too long earlier in the season, running around instead of getting rid of it earlier in the season. I get that. But the dude's been sacked 46 times. Like, you got to protect your asset here. What are you doing? AJ Mount Prospect, you're on ESPN 1000 with Blocking Up Dollar. No. Fans here. No. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hello? What's up? Morning, morning. Uh, oh, AJ, what are you doing? Going Where are you going? Hey, what are you sorry, doing? I'm on a tap side. I get away from the, the saws and stuff. <laughs> All right, nice. No, I, yeah. I, I, what are you guys I, uh, working on? Guys house? On building a house? Building a, building a bathroom. Oh, nice! Ooh, nice. Right, little, little At least it's inside. Project. At like least you're that. working. In, you're working a job inside. Oh well, I mean, you got to go cut the cut the wood outside. Ah, gotcha. That's for sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. but no, I heard you guys on the radio, and I got to settle a bet uh, with my little brother. Uh, we watch football every Sunday. Sure. Had a couple drinks Sunday and Monday. Had a couple drinks on the Packers game. Uh, I'm a Packers fan, and I have to say this on air to, to complete the bet. Oh, okay. Uh, this is good. This is a big moment for our show. Go for two fifty. I had a drink or two, and uh, I got excited about the uh, progress that I was looking at. And so I bet he would go 250 on the day, and he did not. So uh, I am a Packers fan, and I am jealous of a Bears quarterback. Ooh. Wow. Bet completed. Stamped. Gabe, uh, you didn't answer my text, but counts. Still counts. <laughs> take that, Gabe. <laughs> All right, Gabe. Answer the text messages. Answer the text messages. Was message. that a take that from yeah. Adam Abdallah? I'm in the seat, that, man. Yeah. I'm in the seat. I'm in the seat. AJ, can you run back into your construction site so we can hear you going up the steps? Can, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, got, I wear size 14 boots, man. I'm a big boy. So yeah, yeah. We just like the you we like hearing you run up? up the steps. Yeah, go upstairs again. Yeah, go back. Go back it's, upstairs. We got you, and we locked in the back. I'm in downstairs. The go down, back down. Go upstairs. Whichever way. Use some stairs. Use the stairs. Use some stairs. All right, I got you. All right, here I go. Oh, you can probably hear the boots already. Run, I'm outside. Oh, man. Here we go. And there we go. That's awesome. All right, AJ. Bet completed. All right, boys. Text him back, Gabe. Gabe, text him. All right, bye bye. Cap and Jay Hood. Mornings on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. David Kaplan. Jonathan Hood. Welcome, and Jay Hood today. Do you want to do it tomorrow? I was going to say, can I get this show? Can we can we do a show announcement? Can we do a show notes? Show notes? Show announcement? Yep. Uh, we're, we'll back tomorrow at 7 a.m. 7 to 10 a.m. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, here's the thing. Tomorrow is a Thursday. Yes, so we'll have some deal breakers Ooh, for you. Baby. How about this? Can we... 
Are we going to add our Black and Abdallah staples on a Thursday during the football season? Yeah, listen, it's our last show of the year, uh, so I think we're gonna we're gonna have some some animal picks. We take football very seriously with Chauncey. We'll talk to the Fat Jack. I thought you were gonna play it again. Oh, I, I can continue playing it. I just figured. I during, might, during daylight hours, I don't go full Black and Abdallah because I don't want to get yelled at. So I might sprinkle in a little zoo news. Oh. So be here if, tomorrow if we're, if we're allowed. Seven to ten tomorrow Lassie. morning. In for Cap and J Hood. You yeah, Thank Shay you. Do, I'm uh, just happy Shay's to be here with you. Yeah, Shay's, this, Shay's on vacation. This award-winning <laughs> show. I'm just happy to be a part of it. Oh, oh, you didn't call into a meeting. Well, good luck to you, Shay. In the new year, you'll have a meeting on the third <laughs> with Cap and Hood <laughs> and the bosses. Uh, thank you to Jay Cantu and to Shay Norling, and best of luck to Shay in the new year. I need a rankings tomorrow, Shay, of uh, your week. What week is this in the NFL? Week 15. Six, 15. I need your week 15 dead teams walking. That's what, that's what I need from you tomorrow. Week right. 15 dead teams walking. Here on Cap and Jay Hood, each day before they get to Greeny, and Greeny's coming up in 10 minutes right here on ESPN 1000, we have Cap's cut of the day from Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. You're boring. All right, cut! you got to see what it. the people are doing. I see what the people are doing. you got to see how annoying people are. Dude, I would have taken that girl's legs out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd have been like, old lady, you better have a cane. Because something is going down. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! And that's Cap's Cut of the Day, yeah, brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. You have the elderly community coming after me. I'm taking out old ladies. I was, To be fair, I wouldn't have taken her out because she's elderly. I would have taken out anybody that acts a fool in line at a retail store. Now, this piece of audio did not get played for the Cap's Cut of the Day. Was this because it was told that we are not allowed to play this anymore, or can I play this? Uh, you can play it. I haven't heard anything from management. I haven't asked. I felt like I was down, and then I just felt a 300-pound guy, you know, come coming back. So I'm like, whoa, pause. <laughs> That's your quarterback, Justin Fields, QB1 for the Chicago Bears. So that didn't make the Caps cut of the day? I felt like I was down, and then I just felt a 300-pound guy, you know, come coming back. So I'm like, whoa, pause. In Phrasing front of it. the media with television cameras... And reporters sitting there with Justin Fields. That's yesterday at Hallis Hall. I would have appreciated if one <laughs> member of the media would have gone phrasing. One member of the media has to watch Archer and to yell phrasing out. Come I just on. don't. How did the press conference continue? Like when he says pause, how does the whole room not just break down laughing? I well, felt like I was down. And I just felt a 300 pound guy, you know, come coming back. So I'm like, well, pause. Hey, phrasing! There it now, is. Now, here's the thing. I watched the late local news last night. Was that not on it? It was not. Well, you know why. <laughs> our, our guy's not in there anymore. Oh, well, you know he would have played it. Gene Greco would have played it. You know it. Yes, Gene Greco right. would have played it. Shout out to Mark Gene Greco. He would have played it. Gene Greco would have definitely played it. And it would have been great. Yeah. And he, he would have said, back sports to you. Sports briefs are over. Sports briefs. Back to you. He would have had a little logo. Tell us about this storm this weekend that everyone's preparing for. It would have been like Ron Jeremy or something. <laughs> the logo or something. <laughs> <laughs> it would have had in like a Bears jersey. 
He's got, it says sports briefs. It's Ron Jeremy in a Fields jersey. He would have spent two hours on that graphic. What, what's the name of the meme that goes around with the guy sitting on the end of the bed? Yeah, it's the guy. It's uh, what's his name? Isn't he? He's like dead though. Too, I found out. The guy that was going around during uh, the pandemic. I forget his name. Oh man, that would have been so good. Shay knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Adam really hurting his brain trying to figure out who I, this guy is. I don't is know his name. Me. What's his name? He is dead. I don't know his name. Dead? But he's dead. Shay dead. Is no, he dead? Over my head. No, because people were coming out and like when it became a thing during the pandemic, there was an article be like, just so you guys know, he passed. Away. He, this guy's dead. And I was like, okay. Can you can you Google search on this work computer? Yeah, I'll I'll Google it. We uh, have. Let's see. I felt like How I was down, and I just felt a uh, three hundred pound well, guy, you know, come coming back. So well like, endowed meme. That's your quarterback. Did the NFL Network carry that club? Oh, his name is Wood. <laughs> His name is Wood. Wardy Jobert the Third. Barry Wood is what everybody in Twitch chat <laughs> well, is yeah, That's his stage name. Oh, he's a professional. Yeah, I'm giving you his. I'm giving you his government name, Wardy Jobert. Jalbert. I'm. I'm butchering his last is, is name. Is he uh, featured? Oh, <laughs> is he featured on Cap's favorite website? What uh, horse horseguys.com? <laughs> is uh, is Barry a he is actually or a dog name? Wood is Wood? Barry. Barry is a human name. Is he, Wardy. Is Wardy a people name or a dog name? He probably is featured on that website. I felt you know, like I was down and I just felt a 300-pound guy, you know, come, come on the back. So I'm like, <laughs> That's your quarterback, Justin Fields. <laughs> Black and Bell filling in for Captain Jay Hood. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 7. Maybe. 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 From Chicago. From Chicago, yes.